you want to talk about mothers. <laughs> Welcome to the Rosie Experience. Um, for those of you who are new here, I just wanted to start out by letting you know my name is Rosie. I am a cosmetologist. I am a content creator. Uh, you can follow me on TikTok, The Rosie Experience. You can follow me on YouTube, The Rosie Experience. Facebook, The Rosie Experience. I'm out here just basically showing my growth. I'm an abuse survivor. I have four children that I recently, eight months ago, moved out of town from my hometown. And I've been doing it on my own. Even before I left my hometown, I was doing it on my own. I have so many siblings. Both of my parents are still alive, but everybody has their own lives. And I have never been the type to force someone to do things for me, nor have I ever been the type to try and make people feel bad for not being able to be present for me. So I had a situation that caused me to feel like it was most favorable for me and my children to leave. So I left. And outside of that... It's just been extra overwhelming, not because I can't do it alone. I've always done it alone. Background on my children. Uh, father, I've never had help throughout my pregnancies financially, emotionally, physically, anything. I've always been the one carrying all the groceries. He might have carried some groceries up the stairs a couple times um, when he was home. But for the most part... Never had help at the grocery store or carrying the groceries in the house or putting the groceries away. Never had help at the hospital while I'm going through a C-section or a delivery. Never had help. He was there for one delivery and he literally left right after she came out. And he, I was getting a C-section and he looked at me in my face and was like, quit over-exaggerating because I was nervous. You know, you're awake for a C-section. And my blood pressure was going up and the doctors were like, we're going to have to put you to sleep. Your blood pressure is going up. And he looked at me like he was mad and said, you better change your face. You better stop being nervous. Like he literally made me feel bad for being nervous, which made my blood pressure go up even higher. Like he was not the type of person that can be supported in any situation. Um, so me and my friend Chelsea Phillips were talking. I'm sorry, Chelsea Phillips. Chelsea Rowe, she's married. What's up, bro? Kwame. Uh, her husband is a promoter in Wichita. But outside of him being a promoter, he also made my business cards. He's a graphic designer. He's cool. And he treats her like royalty. Uh, me and Chelsea have a lot of similarities in the things that we've been through in our lives. But I'm so happy that she's found her peace. She has a husband who actually cares about her. A husband who will do anything that her and her children need. Him and her have children together, yes, but she had children long before she met him. And all of her children are his children. He does not treat anybody differently. And I love that about him. He also has never raised his voice at her. I'm not to the point where I've had a situation like that yet. I've only been with men who raised their voice and hit you. Chelsea luckily was able to find something better than that, but we both have been in the same situation before. So we were just having a discussion and honestly, I just want to talk about mothers. <laughs> we have two different sides of the spectrum. We got me, single mother of four with no help at all. We got Chelsea, mother of seven married with so much financial help but still feeling overwhelmed a lot of the time you know what I mean so even though we're on two different sides of the spectrum we still meet in the middle we met when we were seven Chelsea's always been one of my best friends like when I switched schools because I was going to Wichita schools then we switched to the suburbs in Derby when me and my siblings switched schools I hadn't saw Chelsea for some years 
And then she comes to my 11th birthday party and we link back up like nothing ever happened. Me and Chelsea have always been close. We'll go a couple years without talking. And then when we do link back up, it's like we never lost any time. There's never been any weird vibes or nothing. So I really understand her. And with that being said, she has a daughter who has to go in and out of the hospital a lot because of health issues. And outside of that, her other six children, she, you know, the bread and butter. Of course, her husband is there and her husband is immaculate in everything that he does. I am not taking anything from this man because he is a wonderful man and she's very lucky to have him. But the bread and butter is always going to be the wife regardless, because without the wife, husband don't eat. Husband's so busy working. How husband going to eat? Without the wife, kids don't get to and from practice. Without the wife, kids don't get to and from school. Without the wife, kids don't get to and from nothing. Kids don't get anything done, anything accomplished. And then also husband got things he needs too. So the wife, whether or not she has a typical nine to five is still the bread and butter of the family. Just like with a single woman, I'm not a wife. I'm, I'm divorced. I'm not a wife, but without me, my kids don't survive. Without me, my kids don't eat. My kids don't get to daycare. My kids don't get taken care of. My kids don't get clothes. My kids don't get fed. My kids don't get anything without me. I am literally the only outlet, outlet, outsource that they have. It's me. So when you are in a position to where you are a mother, a lot of the times it gets diminished and people look at it like, oh, well, fathers can this, fathers can that. No, they can't. Fathers cannot carry a child. Outside of carrying a child, fathers can never feel the exact same emotions as that child. When a mother carries a child, they become one. When your child feels a certain way, you feel that to your core. You feel it. You 100% feel it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. When your child needs something, you know what they need. I sit here and have conversations with my baby and she can't even talk yet. Mama, dada, uh-uh, yup, it's all she can say. And I still understand what she needs. And I talk to her like she is cognitive because I understand her. And it's been like that with all of my children. I remember back to my children's father being like, you don't know what son is saying. Why are you acting like you understand what he's saying? He's a baby. At the end of the day, when I would talk to my son, I knew what he wanted. And when I would give him what I thought that he wanted, it was exactly what he wanted. So I did know how to talk to him. Fathers can't do that. They can't. I'm sorry, but they can't. Not the way a mother can. And outside of that, when a child loves their both of their parents so much, they don't understand that the mother has such a burden on her because they're going to be there for both of their parents regardless. They're going to ask for things from both of their parents regardless. But the mother is the one who bears all the weight. The mother is the one who has to make sure every single bill gets paid, whether or not she's the only one making money. In my situation, I'm the only one making money. In hers, they're both making money. But either way, mother has to make sure that money goes where money's supposed to go. Mother has to make sure that food gets bought. Even if mother's not the one paying for food, mother got to make sure the food is bought. Mother has to go to the store and do that. Mother has to cook. Mother has to clean up after the kids. But don't forget that after kids eat, they want to eat again. And they'll take snacks and go hide them in the room. Does father have to go back and vacuum that room? No, mother does that. Kids will have accidents, even if they're potty trained. Does father have to go clean up after the accident? Does mother do that? Like, there's a lot of things that people don't think about that mothers do that they're like, oh, that's just a mother. Okay. But when you have multiple children, even with one, but I'm speaking on people with multiple children because I have four. My friend has seven. If you got seven children and all seven of them poop on themselves, 
that's seven times you got to clean up after them. If you got four children and two of them have accidents, two of them got their hands all sticky and want to touch all over everything. You are the one who has to go through the house and wipe down all the walls. You're the one who has to make sure that you get everybody in the tub. You got to get more clothes out for everybody. Like it's not as simple as people try to make it sound. When both parents are in the house, it's like, oh yeah, it's simple because both are in the house. No, because I grew up in the house where both parents were in the house. My dad didn't do nothing but collect a check. My mom did everything for all five children and all of his other children that he had. I love all my siblings, but my dad had children on my mom and my mom was there for all of his children like they were hers. So a mother is always going to put in more effort and that's just naturally because we are natural healers, natural nurturers. It's not a competition, but that's our position. So we need to start being respected more. Like Tupac said, since we all came from a woman, got our name from a woman and a game from a woman, I wonder what we take from our women, why we rape our women, do we hate our women? I think it's time to kill for our women, time to heal our women, be real to our women. Because if we don't, we'll have a race of babies that will hate the ladies that make the babies. And since a man can't make one, he has no right to tell a woman when and where to create one. And Tupac was so right about that. Men want to dictate everything, but they don't even know what it feels like to be a mother. A man can never be a mother. A man can be a parent. A man can be present. A man can take on some of the mother's responsibilities, but a man will never be a mother. A man will never have the things that a mother has going through her head, going through his head. I have a friend. She is a single mother. She only has one child, but I had a talk with her yesterday. Her name is Ariana. I had a talk with her yesterday and she talked to me about things I didn't even understand that she was going through. She works so much. She works third shift. She's such a hard worker. When I say that she's a hard worker, I mean, literally every time I talk to her, she's either going to bed because she needs energy to work or she's at work. That's the only thing she's doing every time I talk to her. And sometimes it gets frustrating because like she's a really cool person. I like being around her, but I'm up during the day. She's up at night. So she was just telling me yesterday, you know, like I sometimes wish that I could actually spend my day with my child. And that makes sense. Like during the day, if her child doesn't have to go to daycare, she's tired. So she doesn't have the energy to spend time with her daughter. So her daughter, you know, of course, has daycare. Um, Outside of that, when she does wake up, she gets to play with her daughter. And then guess what? She got to go to work. So it's like she's every time she sees her daughter, she has to say goodbye. So that really kills her. She thinks about her daughter all day. Like there's certain things that I wouldn't even expect because I'm like, dang, I'm a single mother of four. I'm up wiping noses and wiping butts all day. I wish I had help, blah, blah, blah. And she's sitting here like, I wish I could do that for my daughter. I wish I could be the one wiping her nose and her butt all day, but I can't. So I really didn't look at it like that. I looked at it like she had the best of both worlds. She gets to see her daughter and she gets to work all night and she gets to do all this. But no, really, in all actuality, she has to spend her whole day sleeping so that she can have the energy to work all night. And in order to do that, she has to miss out on all day with her daughter because her daughter is asleep when she's awake. So it's crazy. And she's awake when her daughter's asleep. Like, you know, it's it's crazy. So I never understood that single mothers of one had the same hurt in their heart as single mothers of multiple but it's just in a different way I didn't understand that at first but now I do so whenever I have conversations with my friends it always helps me out it always opens my eyes there's always another perspective and I've always been the type if it's not my perspective it never happened because I feel like a lot of people don't think clearly but I'm realizing in my self-healing journey that I don't have all the answers even though I thought that I did 
I'm starting to realize I have some narcissistic ways of myself as well. Yes, I'm an empath. Yes, I'm very understanding, very loving, very nurturing. But at the same time, there's a lot of ideologies that I have that are toxic. And I'm realizing that now. I don't know everything. I can't be in control of everything and I can't be the boss of everything because even though I'm the only one here for my children, when it comes to having interactions with other adults, their thoughts matter too. Their opinions matter too. The way that they do things matter too. The way that I do things might work best for me, but that might not work best for everyone. I cannot expect everyone to do things the way that I want them to do it just because it works for me. And I'm understanding that now that probably would have saved me from a lot of heartache and trauma that I've been through if I would have just let people be them. But I've also always saw potential in people. So I'm like, hey, if you would just listen to me, you could go further. But sometimes people don't want to listen to you and you got to be okay with that. And I'm learning that because I've always been that for people. But now I have someone who's being that for me. I have a cousin. Her name is Zaretta. She's being that for me. Literally, ever since I've been out of Wichita, she's been walking me through life. She's been showing me so much healing that I need to do. We've talked about my childhood trauma to the point that I broke down and cried cried tears crocodile tears she had me look at myself in the mirror something that I rarely do I make videos and stuff all the time but I do not just sit there and look at myself in the mirror when I brush the teeth I brush my teeth I don't even look in the mirror when I do my makeup it's probably the only time I'm looking in the mirror I don't like looking at myself I don't like crying I don't like being alone with my own thoughts I don't like that I don't like having to face it because God talks to me I've always felt like I was Elite, and I'm not even trying to be funny, but I've always felt like one of the elite people because anytime I'm alone, my conscience talks to me, but it says things that I wouldn't have known had it not said it to me. It's not things that I think about. God talks to me about other people. God talks to me about life. God talks to me about situations that I've never even been in before. And that's why I'm able to help other people because I'm chosen. I'm spoken to all the time. And that's why I feel like my TikTok is blowing up as big as it is. I created my hashtag for the Rosie experience on TikTok a little less than a month ago. It was like, uh, I want to say in the middle of March, I created the hashtag, the Rosie experience. Do you know that it went from having zero views to having over 2000 views within a couple days? And now it's been a month and it has over 76.5 thousand views. My videos, my videos on TikTok, and not all of my videos, because I have hundreds of videos on TikTok. It's my recent videos, the ones that I've been posting for the past month with that hashtag. That's the only videos that I'm talking about. All my videos from the past month have been viewed over 75, 76, sorry, 0.5 thousand times. Then add in my other videos that already had thousands of views and hundreds of views. I'm up there. So with me saying that, Eventually, I'm going to be to a point where I'm being seen on a higher spectrum because I'm already being noticed. I want to use my platform for good. I want to use my platform to enlighten people. I feel like it's selfish to understand the ways of life, to unlock cheat codes to life and not show anybody. So when I learn things, I tell people about it. When I learn things that open my mind, free my mind, give me peace. I want other people to have peace. So when I talk to people and conversations with them takes a weight off of my shoulder, that's why I create a podcast. That's why I make another episode, season two, episode six, about mothers, because I just want mothers to know I feel for y'all. And I just want fathers and family members of mothers to realize that y'all need to start feeling for mothers. There's a lot of things that mothers do that they don't expect and applaud for. They do it because that's what they are supposed to do. But at the end of the day, why not applaud them? 
You got a mother that makes sure that you eat every day. That's something you should be applauding them for. Children, if y'all listening, you should be applauding them for that. Because there's some mothers that don't even get out of the bed. That make their kids go microwave some noodles. Make their kids go make their own cereal. And then that's it. They don't even interact with their kids. They don't cook for their kids. They don't clean up after their kids. It don't matter if they got toddlers or teenagers. They don't do anything for their kids. I know mothers like that. So if you have a mother who gets up and makes sure you got clean drawers. If you got a mother that gets up and makes sure that you got food. If you got a wife that makes sure that you get up every day and have clean clothes and food, that alone should be something that you applaud her for. You ain't got to kiss her butt, but why not give her some just because flowers or just because candy or run her a bubble bath just because? You don't have to do the same thing she's doing for you for her. She don't need you to do that for her. That's why she does it for you because she enjoys doing it. So find something that you think she would enjoy and do it for her. Why not? Why not take a crazy chance? Why not? I just want more people to start understanding that mental health, a lot of the time gets tarnished from the way that you are treated. Mental health ain't always you just messing with yourself in your head and you stressing yourself out. A lot of the times we stress ourselves out because we're so used to dealing with people who stress us out that we start adopting their ideologies and we start speaking negatively to ourselves. Instead of giving ourselves positive affirmations, you're beautiful. You're a great mom. You're a great cook. I like the way that you did that. Your hair is so cute today. Ooh, is you getting thick, girl? Like, instead of saying stuff like that to yourself, you say, oh, you're so stupid. Why wouldn't you have done that sooner? You know that they don't like their food like that. Oh, that's probably too hot. Oh, no. Why didn't you take the kids over here instead of over there? Why didn't you call him before you did that? You're so stupid. Why didn't you turn faster than that? Like, those are the type of things that women think to themselves they don't think positive things to themselves they think like that because that's the way that they're talked to do you know that when my jaw got broken I literally got my jaw broken because I turned too slow we were having a discussion about something that he was irritated about and he then yells turn right now well I'm still in the middle of trying to talk to him so I didn't hear him so he punched me in the face said you didn't hear me I said turn B so I turned and he said oh yeah you need to park I'm about to beat your A I parked and I was about to try to talk to him. I couldn't even get a word out. He punched me in my jaw three times and said, now drive, B. And after that, this was four months after I had our baby, mind you, our first baby together. So me and him wasn't even together for over a year because I got pregnant after only being with him for a month and I didn't even carry our baby full term. So this happened in July of 2019. I got with him in July of 2018. So we were together for a full year and he broke my jaw in the car because I turned the wrong way so do you not think that I'm going to speak negatively to myself of course I am because if I'm driving and I know I'm supposed to turn a certain way and I don't turn there quick enough I think about getting punched in the face and I'm like man I should have turned quicker than that I knew which way to go he was the type I like to use the GPS he would tell me don't use the GPS I'm gonna just tell you where to go he'd be like bang that right right there what do the do what to the right And if I don't turn the way that he told me to turn, he'll slap me or punch me. So when I was so used to being screamed at and being hit on while I was driving, now I'm a nervous wreck when I drive. I do not like driving. I have to have my music turned up really loud when I drive in order to wash out the thoughts that come in my head. And that's from my abuse. That's what post-traumatic stress looks like. That's what PTSD looks like. 
remembering things that happen to you so badly that it it embarks on your mind when you're doing normal activities. I cannot do normal activities without thinking about getting punched in the face because of him. So people got to start thinking about the way that they treat mothers because mothers already like we get opened up. Whether you have a C-section or a vaginal delivery, you get opened up. Your child comes from inside of you, gets ripped out of you, gets cut out of you. You will never be the same. You have somebody literally cut out of you. They cut the umbilical cord. That child grew from your belly button and got cut. You will never be the same. A father will never feel that. A cousin will never feel that. Only a mother will feel that. So you got to start being more kind to women, especially women with children. And that's all that I have to say. Thank you for listening. This podcast went on for about 21 minutes. Thank you for listening to the whole thing. I pray that everybody has a blessed day. Um, It's almost noon. I'm about to get to it. Thank you for tuning into the Rosie Experience, y'all.